Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with your host, Dr. Fuck, and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. Kick on back and listen to another exciting episode. It's time for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast! Hey! That's right, it's the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with me, Dr. Fuck, and... Yeah! Shazba! That's right! It's Ian Wadley and me here, and you know, he lives, uh... He lives in a galaxy far, far away. And he's drunk over there in that galaxy. Um, and we are here to talk about Star Wars. And this is a really long fucking episode. No news. Hit while the iron's hot. Let's talk about... We saw the new Star Wars. Now, disclaimer. If you haven't seen Star Wars, turn off now. Because we bring up a lot of spoilers all through the episode. Not toward the end when we talk about the movie. We bring up spoilers all through. While we're talking about New Hope, we talk about the new movie. Spoilers. So turn it off now if you haven't gone and seen it. Actually, turn off the show right now. Go to the theater. Watch it. Come back and turn it back on. All right. So you ready, Ian? I'm afraid this podcast is quite operational. Impressive. <laughs> well, all right. Star Wars. That's right. We're, this is the second time we've done a, uh, an episode only on a movie. Yes. Remember Over the Edge? Yes. So, uh, we're, you know, well, we both saw the new Star Wars. I saw it for the second time last night. I've seen it two times in a row. Ian saw it for the first time last night. So, it's very fresh in our memory. And uh, we figure let's do it now because the more Ian drinks, he will forget. Yeah, I already forgot half the shit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remind him. I mean, yeah, it's still you know so fresh. It's not even 24 hours ago that I can like you know refresh his drunken mind on key feet. Yes. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go in order, but not in the order of George Lucas. We're going to go in the order of the release of each movie. Going all the way back to 1977. Now, Ian, uh, I'm much older than you. I'm at grandpa level. Yes. You were, were you born in 77? Were you already around? Yes, I was born in 1974. All right, 74, which means you didn't see Star Wars, did you? I, I did, but... But you don't remember like- that shit. Well, no, it was a re-release. I saw it at the drive-in in probably, I would say, either 78 or 79. Okay, all right. Well, then you you caught it right in time because I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but in 1980, George Lucas already changed it the first time where every... The rumor is, and I know there's Star Wars geeks listening in, And I don't know about Ian here, but I can tell you as far as me, I am not a Star Wars geek. I don't know all the fucking things, but what I do know from a Star Wars geek who told me this, A New Hope, 1977, has not been seen since 1979. Because in 1980, 
George Lucas already changed a few things. Like number one, the text in the beginning of the movie, it says yeah. it says Episode Four, A New Hope, and then you see everything. And the right. original, it never said that. It just started with the story. No chapter four or nothing. What you saw, Ian, do you remember this? In 1979, 78, seeing it? No, I was like four or five. But you, do, you, you don't remember? I remember the movie, but I don't remember any subtle changes. No, yeah, of course. Cause, dude, I saw that shit at 12, 13, and I can't remember. Uh, he, I literally heard this story two, three days ago. I was like, really? Because I own not only the VHS copy of A New Hope, I also have it on Laserdisc. Wow. And and I popped them both in after he told me this. And yes, both versions of the Laserdisc and the video cassette starts with Chapter 4, A New Hope. And then all the text where the original never said that. So that's that right there, you know. if. And then he told me it is rumored that prick George Lucas destroyed the original. And there's no way of getting it back ever. You believe this shit? I do know that he's getting ready to release a new, new version of Star Wars where Chewbacca is replaced by Howard the Duck. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I have, I, but I, I haven't got a copy of that yet. Oh man. Well. Um. Well, anyway, I want to give you my story of Star Wars when I was a wee kid, because Star Wars was. In 1977, when it came out, you know, it was such a ginormous hit, and it was, it wasn't just a movie, it was a fucking phenomenon, that me and my friends would go see it every weekend, like in, in 77, 78, I don't recall 79, but I know there was a good year or so, you know, where Star Wars is in the theater for so many months, and then finally when they stopped showing it, the following summer they re-released it to see it again, 78. So me and my friends would always go see Star Wars. It was just the thing. And seeing Star Wars at that time, 1977, 78, that shit was like looking, for us, it was like looking at the future. Because those special effects were so unbelievable. You know, we all would talk about, how did they do this? How, how did they get that ship, that huge ship in the beginning, and those little fighters, and, you know, all that stuff. It was so you know, visually mind-blowing to us. And, you know, and also the little chess game. Remember the little chess game? Which oh, yeah. they revisited in the yes. new one. Yes. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah, again, got to stress, if you didn't see the new new one from Force Awakening, we're talking about it all the everything. So you're going to get spoiled if you don't turn this shit off. I know, the funny thing, I'm going to be so drunk by the time we get to the new one, like, I'll think you're spoiling it for me, but I've already seen it. Yeah, like, Yoda's dead. Yoda's Yoda's dead in this one. So is Darth Vader. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, thanks. Fuck. Yeah, I, I spoiled it for Ian, even though he saw it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be spoiling it for Ian, too, because he's, he forgot, you know? That's anyway, true. so, yeah, yeah, episode uh, four, A New Hope. Uh, which, I don't know, man. I have a really hard time picking which one's my favorite. It's, it's actually between this and uh, Empire. 
Yeah, well, then you're then you're like everybody else on the fucking planet. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no, everybody, most, you know, most Star Wars. Oh, 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 who says Jedi is my No, favorite. no, no, I'm saying most people say Empire is the best. Where right, I have, but, a, I have but, a hard time between both. Because of nostalgic reasons, the first Star Wars means right. so much to me, you know? But I'm saying, if you're in AARP, you go back and forth between the first one and fucking, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Technically, I would say Empire is better. But since, you know, New Hope is so nostalgic, it's hard for me right. to, right. you know. Okay, well, I'm going to sell this right here and right now. Okay. Empire is the better movie. All right, no, you know, I would have to agree with you because of nostalgic reasons. It's hard for me to admit that. Right. No, I hear you. I hear you. you That's know? taking nothing away from New Hope. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the first the first girl you fucked. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Julie, the, Rump the Julie Rummel. Yeah, my, mine, well, I don't want to give her name. The fucking 35-year-old, 36-year-old. I was 13. But, you know, she had kids, right? So yeah. the next girl I had was uh, 14. I was uh, 16 at the time. And she didn't have kids, the 14-year-old. So, And I thought she was better as far as vagina-wise, but still, it's hard for me to... Hey, 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 remember, we got to clean this up a little bit. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one, Ian. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, no, you forgot. We're not on the indie authority anymore. Oh yeah. Okay. We're so, now on indie's nuts authority. So tell me about the rim job. Uh, my first rim job, I can't remember to tell you the truth. Uh, the first time I had my ass licked, I can't remember that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it happened in Virginia. <laughs> by uh, by somebody's uh, wife slash sister. Anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, I I thought uh, watching the first one, Han Solo was my favorite. I thought he was cooler than Luke Skywalker. I still do. Um, even though I don't know, well, with this one I just saw, I think I think uh, Luke probably uh, is cooler now than Han. What, what he did in the new one. What did he do? I don't know. But I just thought he was cooler, you know? Because I, I got chills. I... I got chills. Goosebumps came up when I saw Luke Skywalker. I got chills. They're multiplying. That's a different 70s movie. That's good, too. Grease. Uh, oh yeah. So, yeah, dude. Um, a New Hope. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, the, the cantina scene was uh, was a standout thing to me as a little kid. The guy with the, like, the butt face. Remember that guy? He had a butt face. <laughs> yeah, that stood up. I mean, that, that, that part alone, which again, in the new one, there's a throwback. They go to another cantina with another band that was just right. as weird looking, you know? Oh, yeah, and did they change the music? I think, like, when they re-released it, like, the, the band's playing Waterfalls by TLC. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, oh. yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Lisa Left Eye Lopez is spinning in her grave. That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, what's... And I'll say, here's another spoiler for the new one. I love the fact that when they showed that cantina scene, it looked just as primitive as the original one. You know, it looked like people in rubber suits. You know what I mean? Did you see it on 3D or... Regular? Yes, I, I... Oh, oh yeah, this is very uh, important. This is the first 3D movie. Like, and I'm a kid. 
in the 80s, I would see an average of three movies a week. Two to three movies a week at the theater. Now, I never go to the... It pretty much takes Star Wars or James Bond for me to go to the movies. And this was my first time seeing a 3D movie since Nightmare on Elm Street 6, Freddy's Dead. <laughs> which, like, the last ten minutes were in 3D and it was horrible. But this isn't, you know, this isn't what, you know, you and I grew up with, with the red and blue yeah. 3D. 3D. Right, this right. is this is totally different. And uh, it was very impressive. I liked it. I didn't see the IMAX version. I went to the oldest theater in New Orleans, the Britannia Theater. and uh, But it wasn't 3D. It wasn't digital. You know, they do have digital now. But uh, I was very impressed with it. it. It looked amazing. The 3D was really cool. Um uh, Loved it, loved it. Yeah, I, I did see it in the IMAX, but yeah. as my uh, Daniel Jackson told me, uh, the IMAX I went to, because I have a theater one block from my house, the Lincoln Road Theater. It's a multiple multiplex theater. And they have the only ticket available on, on the first day, because I saw Star Wars on the first day, was IMAX, the IMAX one, at 1.45 yeah. in the morning. So I told uh, Dan, was like, well, you know, I'm going to wait to see it on IMAX. I go, yeah, I'm going to see it on IMAX, too, right here, a block from my house. He's like, oh, no, that's not IMAX. That's some bullshit. Because the real IMAX, it's like a 30-foot screen. Right. Shit like that, where this right. one wasn't 30. It was a big screen, but nowhere near. Because, you know, right. it's a little theater. Uh, so I didn't technically see it in IMAX. I saw it like an IMAX light or whatever. But right. it was still mind-fucking-blowing, you know? The one complaint I have is those 3D glasses were very... They bothered me. Number one, the, the little arms on it wouldn't close. Is that the same deal you had? No, my, mine were fine, actually. And it's like... Uh, I, I think they're way better constructed than what we grew up with. Like, you know, if you're like me, you saw Friday the 13th 3D, Jaws 3D. I saw Jaws Am 3D, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, you know, Amityville 3D. They were the paper glasses that would rub on your ears, and you would get, like, a headache halfway through. <laughs> these these did, really did not bother me. I was like, wow, this is... Technology has changed. Not know? not the ones I was wearing, because the arms didn't close. And I I mean, look at me, and you even see me in, in, in person. I do not have a big head. Well, you do, but you don't. No, 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 no. I know I have a big ego, but I'm talking about, like, yeah. technically, I don't yes. have a big head. No. And no. this thing gripped a little too tight on my normal size head. I mean, can you imagine if Tommy Thayer was wearing these glasses? Oh, shit. Nah, that guy's got a big head. Dude, <laughs> that's a big cranium on that guy. That's one he, good thing I can tell about that scab, man. He's yeah, got a huge head. Uh, he, he don't have a forehead. That bitch got an eight head. <laughs> that, shit's, that shit's huge. Yeah. So he, that's the only complaint I have. I'm wearing these fucking glasses that are too tight on the side of my head. That in certain points of the movie, I was bending them up. So they weren't touching my head to watch it. Now, looking through those glasses was awesome. Yeah, right. visually it was fucking amazing. But the glasses itself, you know. And then at the end they said to recycle them. But, oh, uh, fuck that shit. I kept my motherfucking glasses. Me too. I walked outside and snapped them in two. Because I hate oh. them so much, you know? Oh, man. No, nah, I'm kidding. I threw it back in the box saying, somebody else going to suffer for this shit too. I don't know. Maybe I got a defected one as far as size. But the shit sucked, dude. It hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, but well, next, Yeah, go ahead. Ask for them in men's next time. 
when you go, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? So, and you know, and uh, anyway, so A New Hope. Uh, let me think. The key scene for me was, uh, yeah, that, that uh, cantina scene. And uh, what else about that? I mean, just so many other things. The, the, the chess game was awesome. Chewie was awesome. The, the trash compactor, which was also mentioned again. And I really liked the part. My favorite part of Star Wars 1 was when Princess Leia like, kissed her brother. That's in part two. Part one. No, no, part four, technically. Well, well no, part... She she made out with him in fucking Empire. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. I just remember in A New Hope when they were about to swing across the... Oh, oh, was there a kiss there? I can't remember. Yeah, she... Good luck. Kissed him, and then they swung oh, across the oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. I what, was thinking of, when I was thinking of the, the kiss in Empire. When was that in Empire? I just watched Empire. What? Bitch, when, when, uh, after he got attacked by the fucking, uh, ice monster and shit, you know, and, uh, they brought him back and, and Han's talking all cocky and she's like, I'll show you what you know about women. And then she makes out with, oh fucking yeah. Them. And Han got all fucking, she makes out with Luke and fucking Chewie laughs and yeah, shit, you know? Yeah. He, gi he, he gives the Han that look like, ah, yeah. ah, I got this shit. Yeah. Like laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, oh man, fucking new hope. Uh, it is amazing. I mean, to me, standout uh, would be the ships, man. The spaceships, the, the you know the, the the star destroyers or cruisers, whatever the fuck they're called, man. The imperial ships. That shit looked amazing, like nothing you've seen, and it looks so realistic. You know, the time they took with those models was everything. Uh, you can't duplicate that with any CG, uh, CGI, whatever the fuck. Uh, how great that looked. And then you got, uh, you know, Han, you know, the ultimate, like, uh, anti-hero. And Darth Vader, the greatest villain of all time, man. Uh, the, the, the fight between him and Obi-Wan at the, at the end, man. Uh, yeah, the, the trash compactor scene. Uh, but to me, what's just as important, I don't know about you because of your age, but to me, the toys were just as important. Yeah, you know, to tell you the truth, man, I wasn't a Star Wars toy collector for the simple fact that I was a very poor kid. My, fa my family was very poor. I didn't own many toys as a kid. So, you know, um, I would have loved to have Star Wars toys. I did have a G.I. Joe with a Kung Fu grip. Yeah. I, I remember having one of those that also had the Evil Knievel that you you wound up and it was on the little motorcycle. I had that. I had that. Yeah, I had those two things. I had a pet rock. <laughs> and uh, not, But as far as Star Wars toys, no. And I didn't even own the Kiss Dolls of the 70s either. Oh, wow. Which I would have loved to own, you know. I mean, I was a big Kiss. At that time, it was like all about my life revolved about, around three things. Kiss, Star Wars, and Rocky. Well, then Man. again, in, in the Fonz. You know, got to bring up the Fonz. Hey! He, he was... The, the Fonz was the shit. When I was a little kid, nobody was cooler than the Fonz. And you look back at the Fonz now... Dude, how cool is it? The Fonz, you go in his house, and his whole wall is plastered with chicks he bangs. And, and then there'd be a chick that goes in that house... And wouldn't give Fonz no shit with all those chick pictures all over the place. I'd do that in my house, bro. A chick would just walk right out. You know how girls are. 
They ain't as cool as they were in the 50s. Well, yeah, because they'd keep going down the hallway and then they see that one dude and get scared, you know, and leave. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't understand but, what uh, you said there. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, man, to me, the movies, the toys, you know, I very distinctly remember having like the land speeder, you know, and the figures. And I, I not only had the little figures, but I had, they had big figures too that were like, uh, 10 inches tall. I had uh, fucking R2-D2 and C-3PO. I had Darth Vader. I had Luke Skywalker. You know, I had weird toys because they would have like the basic toys that came with the movie, but then they would have like, well, fuck, people will buy anything. I had this droid factory that was supposed to be like a Jawa uh, droid factory where it was all robot parts and you could make your own robot and shit. Man, it was just Star Wars, holy fucking shit. Yeah, that was... It was incredible. And, uh... I thought it played real well on, like, an adult could enjoy it and a kid could enjoy it. You know, it was... It wasn't dumbed down for children, though. But children and adults could enjoy it the same. You know, and that's... Uh, you know, when we get into one of the prequels, you know, I'll say where they really dumbed it down for the kids... Where uh, I don't think they did with the original trilogy. There was shit kids could enjoy, but it wasn't dumbed down. But, uh, and it was so groundbreaking. So groundbreaking. But, uh, it, yeah. Here's man. a little fun fact about Star Wars 2 that I, I found out when I, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Phantom of the Paradise. And uh, in, in the DVD, the first DVD version that was from France, actually it's a Blu-ray from France brought this uh, these extras that you can't get on this new one that Shout Factory just put out uh, yeah. and they they said I mean Lucas George Lucas would be on the on the set of Phantom of the Paradise and the Phantom uh, he had a little box on his chest where he can talk you saw the movie right yeah yeah I got it remember you know he had that little box and they were and it, it helped yeah. his voice well that yeah. little box is what you see on Darth Vader Actually, George Lucas took that box off the Phantom and put it on Darth Vader. And uh, they also were hinting at that uh, the whole Darth Vader getup was very much inspired by the Phantom's getup. You know, it's all, except right. for the hood. I mean, it right. was all black and it had that box on his chest. And right. Darth Vader wore the same exact box that Winslow Leach is wearing in the Phantom of the Paradise. Just want to bring that up. Nice. But, uh, yeah, man, it was a phenomenon uh, that took the whole country by storm, you know? And, and uh, another reason I fucking hate Queen is they say Jaws was never my scene and I don't like Star Wars. I don't so think he, he meant fucking. that, though. I really don't think he meant that. I, I know, but that always pissed me off. That's two of my favorite movies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I know, right? What's up with that? But then again, I mean, you gotta admit, it is a shitty song. Yeah, it So is. Th those lyrics are appropriate for a shitty song. <laughs> but uh what do you call um but anyway it is uh want to move over to to the next one empire strikes back go ahead empire strikes back i saw it in 1980 uh, again i saw it when it came out don't know if i saw it the day it came out but at that time i saw it at a theater over here that was the most high-tech theater you can go to and it was kind of like what IMAX is now. I do remember that screen being like 30 foot tall. It was somewhere in Miami. It was a huge, huge building. And uh, 
Yeah, it was a big deal. And already at that time, I do remember this vividly. Already at that time, there were people outside dressed up like Darth Vader and, you know, uh, Storm. I remember Stormtroopers, bro. There was actually Stormtroopers at that show. You know, people showed up dressed up as Star Wars characters in 1980. That shows you how big it was already, already was. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I can't tell you. I, it, it wasn't a New Hope type of thing. It, I think I saw it once. That's it. Until it was on video. We didn't go over and over to see that one in the theater. Because I was already into more... At that time, I was already banging the 36-year-old. I was more into metal. 1980 was the day. That's what consumed me back then. No, Movies were replaced by music. Where I was like into music and movies... You know, uh, at a at a steady level, maybe a little more into movies than music. But by 1980, music dominated my life. And uh, like, if you can show me a list of movies from 1980, I probably didn't see many of them. But uh, I bought a hell of a lot of records that year. But I do remember. I I don't remember the impact uh, Empire Strikes Back had on me until it came out on video and. Yeah, I'd say around uh, by the time Jedi came out was when I realized the greatness of Empire. How cool it actually was. Because, you know, by then it was like pussy, metal, drugs, quaaludes. You know, it was like, I was, I was a busy boy. You know, and uh, I couldn't keep my focus on movies at that time because of drugs and pussy. Which, they go together hand in hand. But uh, Empire now, in retrospect, watching it back, it's dark. It's fucked up. It ends in a in a, a sour note. They freeze on. And, um, you know, looking back now on it, uh, technically it is the greatest Star Wars movie out of them all. You know? I loved Empire. Uh, what scene I would say stuck out the most was... Uh, that my favorite scene is when Luke like kind of turned evil a little bit, you know, uh, when he's in the forest and he has to fight Darth Vader and shit like that. Like I don't know psychologically, I I still don't get that scene. Hold on, I got a fart. Oh man, you heard that one? That was a funny one. Anyway, so um, uh, yeah, Empire. This is gonna be a short show. We gotta think of other movies to talk about. Go ahead, tell me what you think of Empire. What it did to you. Oh, Empire was amazing. I mean, that was something I was waiting for. And I actually, for the first time, I saw it here in New Orleans. Well, I thought I saw it in New Orleans. I texted my mom last night. Turns out I saw it in Metairie, which is a suburb of New Orleans. But uh, I remember my aunt taking me to go see it. And it was just blew my mind. I was so excited. I was waiting for it so much. And... Uh, once once again, all the fucking Star Wars toys I had for fucking Empire. And I had a Star uh, Empire Strikes Back pop-up book. I don't know if you remember pop-up books. Yeah, I, I actually even remember that pop-up book, now you say that, yeah. Yeah, and you'd like open one page and, you know, it's the fight on Hoth. And the fucking, it's an X-Wing fighter and the, the wings come out and everything. And it, it was fucking amazing. And, you know, it was so... Like, where the first album, pretty much, you're on Tatooine, and then you're on, uh, you know, the Death Star, for the most part. But on this one, you know, you got Hoth, you got, you know, Dagobah, you got Cloud City, 
You know, you know it's it just like there's, you know, the, the, the asteroid where they're in the fucking monster's mouth. You got all oh, these... that part. That's the standout part for me. That oh, shit was mind-blowing visually. It was like, holy fuck! How'd they do that? Oh, yeah. You know, and then, and then uh, you know, Boba Fett, you know? And just... What's the deal it, with Boba Fett? Love me some Boba. Everybody loves Boba Fett. I remember uh, when you had to send away for Boba Fett for the toy. <laughs> like, they, they, they didn't release Boba Fett as an action figure that you could buy in stores. What you had to do is, uh, Kenner Toys, you would have, like, a proof of purchase with every action figure. And you had to save up a bunch of them, and then you sent away for Boba Fett. And the original Boba Fett, that missile on the, on his backpack uh-huh. would, sh- would shoot out. But then they recalled it because it was a choke hazard. <laughs> but I always say, you know, if you're the kid that chokes on toys, good. You don't survive to make more children who choke on toys. Like, if you can't handle putting, you know, if you can't figure out not to fucking eat a toy, you probably <laughs> shouldn't procreate, you know? You know, there should be a little bit of danger. If you eat some magnets, you don't make another kid that eats magnets, you know? That's that's my theory. But, how, do, uh, how do magnets work? I am, uh, It's science, bitches. I don't know, but it's real. Unlike a lot of other shit, it's real. Um... Uh, but, uh, man, Empire, oh my god, and then, you know, the, the finding out that, you know, Vader's his dad, and the, the epic fight scene between Luke and Vader, you know, and dad cuts his fucking arm off, you know? That ain't like, you know, you know, like Justin Childers' dad just takes you in the woodshed and does a little what-what, you know, he cut his fucking arm off, you know, his hand off, you know, holy shit, you know? You want to talk about, you know, a deadbeat dad? Fuck. Um, <laughs> but, man, it's just amazing. And, yeah, and the way it ends, it's like, the, the, you know, like all great stories, you know, you have to have that arc, you know. In the first part, you meet everybody. You kind of get to know each other and shit, you know, fall in love with the characters. And then in the second part, you put them in the worst possible position. And then in the third arc, they overcome evil. But... I mean, that's the most interesting is always the second arc in any story, in any story. Um, and it was just absolutely flawless. And I love that, uh, you know, Lucas handed over the reins to another director, uh, you know, and another writer, Lawrence Kasdan. I can't remember if Lawrence Kasdan directed it or just wrote it. But anyway, boy, uh, there's they're Star Wars geeks listening right now. So disgusted with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you should be really mad at the fact that you've never kissed a girl. Don't be mad at me, you know. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just, it, man, Empire is just flawless. For one of the best science fiction movies of all time. And not, and not even just science fiction. One of the, the greatest movies, one of the greatest sequels. You know, it's, it's a rare, uh, thing in movies where a sequel is as good or or better than the previous one it's almost like a godfather 2 yeah it's like there there there's so many ways where you can say like it's just as good if not better uh and it was just it was amazing but then you go into the next one and man it's funny back then you didn't have no internet but you did have stories going around and i remember uh, this kid, uh, 
my mom worked with this kid's mom, and he was a couple years older than me, and he was huge into Star Wars. But he's like, oh, I already know what the next uh, movie's called. I was like, what is it? He goes, it's Revenge of the Jedi. And if you remember, that's what it was originally going to be called, was Revenge of the Jedi. And then it was changed because they said revenge doesn't really fit within the Jedi, you know, credo. You know, they're not about revenge. You know, you know uh, that, that goes against everything the Jedi are about. So it was changed to Return of the Jedi. And uh, Return of the Jedi, 1983. Holy fuck. I remember lines around the block to get into that. And, 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 wow, that's, <laughs> holy shit, was that a fart? Yeah, I, I had pork and beans, actually, for real, earlier. Uh, Return of the Jedi, man, people were just, that was a fucking event. And there wasn't a lot of movies like that back then, where there was that much build-up and that much fandom. You know, and it seems like, you know, in hindsight, maybe I was in line an hour, but it felt like I was in line for three days. I'm sure my grandfather felt like it was three weeks because he was totally pissed. <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to go see the fucking movie. But, uh, you know, it was mania. But then when Jedi came out, I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't love it because I loved it. But in hindsight, it was just a, a kinder, gentler, Muppet-filled adventure. You know, I mean, there's the awesome shit with, with Jabba, you know, and, you know, Han gets freed, and, you know, everybody's happy, you know, and all the Jabba shit was cool, and Luke fighting that big fucking monster, you know, under Jabba's lair. The Sarlacc pit where Boba Fett dies, or did he? Uh, that's that. There's a lot of debate about that, and I think it gets explained in the new, they're going to offshoot and do a Boba Fett series. Disney's going to melt the fucking shit out of this. And, you know, they're doing all these spinoff movies. I hope they're good. But as long as they keep the real saga 100%, I'll be okay. I'm against it, to tell you the truth. I think they should finish the saga and then do all that Han Solo early year shit. Cause yeah, now, but I understand next December they're releasing a different Star Wars, right? Yeah, yes. Ne next December will be Star Wars Rogue One. What is that and, one about? Uh, that one's... I believe it is about the group that stole the plans for the Death Star leading up to uh, Episode 4, New Hope. Okay, yeah, you're right. And it shows... And that one's going to have more Darth Vader. Like, the the begin, the genesis of Darth Vader, correct? Now, that I don't... I've, I've seen different things online. Man, I hope so, man. And, 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 and you know, nobody knows for sure... I think they're going to do that because they've already announced like none of the air, the, the major characters in the movie are nobody you know. You know, nobody that's in the mythology that, that that's in the original sagas. And I think they're going to have to have that in to like, you know, entice people. I mean, people are going to show up regardless because it's Star Wars, but I think they're going to need that to entice a little bit more interest. Well, you know what's good about that? No spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah, because we don't know these characters, so. And right. I'm like, you know, this new one. But anyway, um, I still, but then in March of 2017, right? No, yeah, it's 2017 in March is the sequel to this one. 
Uh, is it in March? I yeah. Didn't, I, I, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Which I didn't is know cool. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it says uh, it's. I saw a little countdown thing. It's five hundred and something days away. Oh, nice. So we're gonna. Yeah. Have, or maybe it's May, March or May, one of the two. May would probably make a little bit more sense. Yeah, I think but, it's May. Yeah, I think it may be May. But yeah, yeah. Uh, episode eight comes out two thousand seventeen, and episode nine comes out in two thousand nineteen. 2019? Yeah. God, I hope I'm alive. I know, I was thinking the same thing. No, actually, I, I really, I got I got sad. I was thinking, you know, I'm like seeing the release dates. I was like, man, what if I died before, like, I know, I know how this shit ends? Like that poor guy that died that got to see it. Oh, yeah, and, and that's so great that they did that. It's you know? amazing how he died the very next day. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure, like... With all the secrecy around this, they're like, are you sure this fucker's going to die? I'm sure, like, they really had to prove this guy was on his last breath to see it. But I, I'm glad they did it. I'm glad people like Mark Hamill got behind it and said, yeah. do this. And from what I understand, he didn't even see the finished cut. Oh. He's, there was still a little bit of editing done, but they gave him a good, uh, you know, he got to see it. But I think there was a couple tweaks after the fact, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. We got to see it, but anyway, we're going back to Jedi, and uh, you know, you got the whole you get you get to Endor. I think where it suffers with Jedi is you don't get the multiple worlds that you got with uh, with, with Empire. You know, you got uh, Tatooine with the Jabba shit, and then you got the Wookiees on Endor. And the Wookiees, you know, as I'm watching it the other day, you know, I watched it, I, you know, I finished watching it right before I went to go see the new one. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, the Ewoks are, I want an Ewok. I want, I want an Ewok and a Mogwai, you know, and I'd be happy. I don't know what cats would think, but, you know, I want an Ewok and a Mogwai. But for a movie, it just made it kind of too kiddy. If you remember after Jedi, they had the Ewok adventures on ABC that were really horrible. They made a couple of TV movies. It was really bad. We forgot to talk about the Star the, Wars the, Christmas. Christmas. Oh, God. That's so horrible. That is so horrible. Yeah, it's so bad. Look that up online. It's it much is, to, I believe it is on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Much to George Lucas's chagrin, you can, you can see that the horrible Christmas special. But, uh, yeah, Jedi... I mean, I was so excited about it. Jedi reminds me of the Black Album. Because I, the anticipation was so, you know, the hunger was there. That at first you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But then as you rewatch, you're like, oh, this thing is as good as the old shit. You know? And it is the Black Album of the Star Wars movies to me. Jedi was 83, right? 83, yes. Okay. Are you done with Jedi? Yeah. Go ahead. I had right. a bunch of I had a bunch of Jedi toys, by the way, too. But go ahead. By that time, I was already over Star Wars. I didn't care, but I actually did see it in the theater. I saw it in the theater, maybe a month or so after it came out. And whoa, you waited that long? No, I didn't have to. I didn't even wait. I didn't care. Wow. And the only wow. reason I saw it here's the funny thing: the only reason I saw that movie in the theater, because this at this time I was, dude, I already moved out of my mom's house. They didn't have much money. You know, I was struggling, you know, living on my own. And then, you know, I had a bunch of drug addict friends where I'd say like 80% of them are dead now. 
There's people that I hung out with every day that are dead now, which is mind-blowing to think about it. And it was during that time, roommates. Anyway, I had a friend called John Yearwood who was an usher at the bar in Carlisle, which, oddly enough, bar in Carlisle is a twin theater on 71st Street on Miami Beach that's been closed for a few decades. Well, I just saw the Jaco Pastoria documentary there. Oh, you saw that? Oh, yeah, the, the, was, one, the, was the great. one that, that Robert uh, Trujillo, Trujillo did? did. It was great. Oh, I want to see uh, that. They, they, they had it there as a... They premiered it, actually, at the Hard Rock, and Robert Trujillo was there. Oh, wow. But that night, what the fuck? I, I had to do something that night. I, oh, I think that was the night we had, a, we had a show or something. I forgot. There was a reason we didn't go to that. And uh, I didn't go to that. But I did see... Uh, Byron Carlisle has now been bought out by... Gloria Estefan's son, who now has this, God, I forgot what it's called, but he runs this thing where they show older movies in theaters. Like, I saw Phantom of the Paradise at at a theater where Gloria Estefan was there. Paul Williams was there. Oh, wow. And, you know, I got to meet Paul Williams and everything. Anyway, so, uh, I'm talking, well, my friend, John Yearwood, was an usher in the theater. And me and my friends would get high and we'd go see. I remember we saw for free. He'd open the back door for the exit door inside the theater. And we'd just right. walk in and watch movies. I remember seeing The Man with Two Brains. Oh, um, nice. Uh, I don't know. What I, when Return of the Jedi was enough. All right, man. Let's go see Return of the Jedi. It's like, yeah, let's smoke some weed and go see Thir- Return of the Jedi. You know, and then, you know, I remember going in there and watching it. And yeah, that Jabba scene fucking rules. The way that movie opens, it was like, I, I got like, whoa, dude. I forgot how cool Star Wars was, you know? And it was just so badass. And I don't recall, because you got to remember, this is a time where if you watch it now, the Ewoks look fake as fuck. That little rat thing that's with, uh, th- that little rat thing that's sitting next to Jabba, that looks yeah. so fake as fuck now. Jabba looks real to me. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. he looks cool, but... The little puppets around them are kind of, you know, lame. Now, retrospect. But looking back then, I remember seeing the movie and enjoying it a lot. But, yeah, I watched it the other day, and it's terrible. Other than the the Jala scene and also, you know, the whole fight with Luke and and the dark side and, and, and uh, Darth Vader, you know, finally, like, you know, okay, he's no longer evil. Which, you know, it's kind of lame to its respect, but, you know, watching it, it's still cool. You know, that he actually, like, cared enough for his son. Unlike Han Solo's son, but we'll get into that. And, um... Spoiler! Jesus Christ. No, no, I didn't spoil anything. I, I, I spoiled that Han Solo had his son. Has a okay. son. But then again, if you're listening you haven't seen the movie yet, you deserve it. You're an idiot. I already told you. We're gonna spoil the fuck. We're gonna talk about everything, you know? Anyway, so, um, but in retrospect, the new one blows away Jedi, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, you agree? Oh, yeah. See, I, I wouldn't think you agree. My two, my two Star Wars, my, my drummer, well, original drummer, Thrasher Die, which went by the name of Darth Vodka, because the guy, I don't, I don't think this guy is, to me, the ultimate Star Wars fan. Let, I, I don't remember this, but let's see if you know this. Fucking 
he told me the name of the band that was playing in the cantina. Oh, he know I can't remember, but it's a long name, like JJ and the Song of the Slacking something band. Uh, I I could be wrong, but I think it does say it in the credits of the New Hope at the end. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, I mean he's a huge fan. He has Boba Fett on his arm, and he's got the Death Star on his arm. And uh, yeah, he you know he he thinks the new he he loves the new one. He gave it a glowing review, but at the same time he said it was like an eight, and he doesn't think it's better than the you know the original trilogy that came out. You know? Oh wow! So, but I you know I guess if you're that much of a Star Wars nut, you're no matter even if the movie's better, there's no way you're gonna admit it. Right. Like, let's say Black Sabbath put out like the greatest album of their career I would probably say no it's not as good as volume 4 so I know you know I, I know the mind space but here's the thing why I think the new one is better than Jedi and I don't know if I, I think you, you I mean I know you think the same thing it is better right correct well the this is why I think it's better not only I, I enjoyed the story and all that better but the thing about the new one there's nothing that annoys me there's no annoying character. That little round robot thing that... Oh, BB-8. How cool is that thing? How about BB the, the thumbs up th yeah, scene? Yeah, BB-8 was great. Was really Dude, and I it was, was awesome. I did, that was one thing I was kind of worried about was BB-8. I was like, oh, this is just a fucking knockoff R2-D2. And it is very much the R2-D2 yes, it vein. Is. It is R2-D2 pretty much. But, but, it... BB-8 was great. Was a great character. Dude, the thumbs up scene cracked me up. That and shit then, was so funny. And there's no fucking, you know, there's no Jaja Binks in the new movie. You know, yeah, there, there's there is no, no Jar Jar. There's no Ewoks. It's there's no annoying. Yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no. And also the casting was yeah. great. Everybody yeah. in this movie was great. Uh, their roles. Yes. You know, I mean, the the main character with the force is a chick. And she was awesome. Spoiler alert. She was awesome. Yeah. Now, the spoilers all over this thing. We're not even we're not even at out of Jedi. We're talking too much about the new one. But by, by the time we get to the new one, there's nothing else left to say. <laughs> Except uh, you know, we're gonna get to oh, and the new one Han dies. Oops, oops. Oh, <laughs> oh you prick. Oh you prick. Oh hey, let me ask you. Well we, we'll talk about how he died. Well fuck it. Who, if you're well, listening, no, 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 I don't want to get into that. No, I'm just saying, if you're listening, you should know all this already. Right. But I want to say, was that the meme you were talking about? That yes. To the on? meme showed the lightsaber coming out of the back, and and the meme says, you want me to say it? Fuck it, I'll yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah. The meme said, Han Solo's kid kills Han Solo. <laughs> it's like, Damn. and you know what's what? funny? I saw it literally within an hour after I saw the movie online. Right. And, and, you know, a lot of people knew that was going to happen, but still, you don't want to hear it for sure. Really? I no. didn't know. I had no clue. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of... Well, you know, since we've never officially capped off uh, Jedi, Harrison Ford really wanted to die in Jedi. That's what I... Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, Harrison Ford does not like Han Solo. 
Mm. And like for years, you couldn't like if you did an interview, you couldn't talk about Star Wars. You couldn't talk about Han Solo. He thinks Han Solo is a dumb, stupid character. Wow. And he wanted him to die, and Jedi is like, "Yeah, you kill this guy. It'll be great for the movie." Blah blah blah. And uh, uh, Lucas Lucas said, "No fucking way." But I'm pretty sure that that was part of his clause for this one. That's what I heard. My my it, my, uh, my friend said, "Look, I don't want to do on solo, but if you kill me, I'll do it." Yeah, and and I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was because, you know, I I. Of course, you know he got the highest paycheck out of anybody in this oh, movie. Oh, I'm sure of it. And and he probably got enough to buy him those stupid fucking earrings he wears for the rest of his life, and his little planes he can crash and shit. But yeah, I, I, I and I love Harrison Ford. I love Harrison Ford. Uh, but as like a real person, he kind of strikes me as a, a bit of a douche. Right. And uh, and I think he just really went for a, a payday. Like, oh, I'm going to buy fucking Allie McBeal's, you know, a nice fur coat with this shit, you know. And uh, and a new plane to crash. But, yeah, I, I think that was part of the contract. But, uh, okay, so Jedi, we like Jedi, but it doesn't hold up to the first two, it is for the, sure. The, at the moment, my fourth favorite. Uh, so then, it's announced that the prequels are going to come out, but before that... The original, the Blessed Trilogy, was going to be re-released in theaters with new footage, and that was a bit that was yeah. a big deal to, to get to see him again, on you know on the screen, and you know a lot of fans had mixed feelings like, oh no, don't fuck with it. And others like, well, shit, this is 1997. Maybe he's going to add something really cool. And while it was so awesome, and it, dude, I waited in line a long time to see. You know, A New Hope when it was re-released in 97. Um, but, uh, you know, oh, God, I'm sure I was high as a kite, too. But, uh, man, the new shit that he added, you know, 95% of it was unnecessary and not cool. Like, they had, they had this scene with Jabba. Well, who, you know, I mean, I don't, uh, to, to tell you the truth, that scene I don't think is that great. But it is cool that they actually shot a scene. That right. we never saw where, you know, Jabba was a regular guy. Right. It wasn't this right. big bloated. It was a regular guy that Han Solo shot a scene like talking to Jabba. Right. And they added, they, they CGI Jabba. Was CGI ready around by that time? Yeah, yeah. It, it was very primitive. And it sticks out like a sore thumb. But yeah, it is CGI. And then there was like a part where because of how they made Jabba look now... Han Solo would have had to walk over him. So now you see... Yeah, he steps on his tail. Yeah, and Jabba makes this yeah. face, you know. <laughs> but 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 it looks so hokey and so horrible. I mean, like, compared to, like, how that looks now to people who see CGI, it's like how we looked at old Ray Harahan movies. You know, like, the you know, where it's like the old claymation shit. Yeah. You know, you know it looks so fucking fakey. But at that time, it was cool. Maybe that was cool for fucking 97. But I don't know. It was... To tell you the truth, I didn't see it. I didn't see what? it until it was on DVD. I didn't go back to the theater to watch it. Are you serious? Yeah, man. What the fuck? I know. I'm weird. You that's, why, go... that's why a lot of Star Wars nerds would be like, this guy's no authority to do a Star Wars show. Well, 
uh, fuck you. I'm talking from a casual fan. I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. And most of you nerds were probably not even around, so you didn't see what Ian and, and, and what Ian doesn't remember. And it's funny. It's funny to think that you saw the original Star Wars uncut, un, you know, fucked with in 1980. And, uh, and the reason was because you were a child. It had nothing to do with alcohol. Well, I, I yeah. think. I don't know. Uh, uh, half and half. <laughs> you already, already <laughs> drinking what at four? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think uh, I had vodka and tank. With me. <laughs> vodka and tank. Yeah, when I saw that at the fucking uh, driving. No, you know, here, here's a funny story about me. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm telling this. I had a hard time giving up the bottle when I was a kid. But, uh-huh. I, was too old, but I was too old to drink milk and fucking, um, uh, you know, whatever you put in a bottle, you know, formula. My grandmother just used to put Tang in there. I walk around like, you know, like too old to have a bottle, but I had a bottle full of Tang. Because <laughs> that's the shit the astronauts took to the moon. Exactly, yeah. Like, a lot of you kids don't know what Tang is, but Tang it's was like... Tang, I remember Tang was like a powder. Yeah, it was like it was like Kool-Aid, but, you know, but it's, it was Tang. Tang. Tang's not around anymore, is it? I don't know. I don't know. You, you never got into Tang? You did? Yeah, of course, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Kool-Aid. Yeah. I loved Kool-Aid oh, too yeah. as a kid. Yeah. But Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid's still around. Yeah, yeah, Kool-Aid will always be around. But I don't drink it anymore. But man, when I was a kid, fucking Kool-Aid and Tang. Because all you needed was that shit and water. And you yeah. had like... And that was like pop. <laughs> you know, that was... Tang had that little Martian, or was it an astronaut? A uh, little cartoon astronaut. Yeah. I remember the commercials of Tang uh, during yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Tang was the shit. That's well, you know, like, like again, what I'm gonna say is like, I did not go see the re-releases in the theater. I didn't see Empire or Jedi, none of that stuff. Um, because I don't, there's no, I have no excuse. I don't know why the reason was. I don't know what I was going through at the time. Ninety-seven, as I recall, I was making money. I, I was living on my own, doing pretty good. So I, I really don't know why I didn't go see those movies at the time, but. I'm not, like I said, I'm not this Star Wars, you know, geek, but I love Star. I love watching it, but I watch it as like, like how these geeks would watch a movie. They're not a hundred percent like, you know, I'm gonna look into every little fucking nook and cranny of this movie and what go what, behind the scenes and all that shit. I just, I just went for the ride, and. Um, yeah, I, I heard about it. I remember it was hyped a lot. Like, oh, it's going to have Jabba, and, you know, an unseen. Which, that's the one thing I like about it is that not so much that the scene about the scene, but it's it's bonus footage that we've never seen that was shot yeah. at that time, you know? And, it, and it's cool because it shows the vision that, you know, even though you didn't see these characters in A New Hope, that they were already written. They were already, you know, part of the, the mythology you just didn't see him. So that was cool. But, uh, you know, and there was a couple of visual things, like some ships looked better, and it was cool. But then you had the whole, you know, fucking Guido shooting first. You can't do that. And George Lucas said his whole thing was, well, that betrayed Han's character. Oh, okay, like, wait, wait, stop right there. Okay. So in the new ones, Guido shot first. Yes. Okay. But yeah, okay. that's what that's what that's what happened. Is is Han shoots him, you know, like Han just laid back. And that's what's cool. He was the anti hero. He wasn't the goody goody 
that uh, fucking Luke was. You know, he had, you know, Han was in it for you know to help himself. But Lucas that, wanted to for him to look a little goody goody. Right, right, and he said, "Oh, that uh, you know betrays that you know the purity of it or whatever." But uh, you know the, the whole outrage, and now there's a whole T-shirt line that's nothing but fucking Han shot first. Because you don't fuck with that, because that's part of what attracted us to Han Solo as a character in the get-go, was he he was the bad boy good guy. Yeah. You know, and that was far more, everybody wanted to, you know, everybody wanted to be Han Solo. You know, who wanted to be Luke Skywalker? I mean, really? I mean, Luke, it, you know, in hindsight, you're better off being Luke. Luke's got a good gig, you know, but Han, Han was just the badass. You know? I always wanted to be Ham Salad. Oh, uh, what about toss salad? <laughs> no, but you know, you know what ham salad is. You never uh, seen Hardware Wars? A uh, long time ago. I, I just today I put it on my wall because somebody put it on their wall. I was like, dude, Hardware Wars, and we need to talk about this on the Star Wars oh. episode. Hardware Wars. Back when I was a little kid, we were like one of the first families to get cable uh, in my block, and you know everybody would come and. It was, you know, HBO. Well, HBO, they would show, like, in between movies back then, because everything was scheduled, like, 8 p.m., they'll show this, and then when a movie would end, you know, I don't know how HBO works now, because I don't watch, I don't watch TV anymore, but back then, between movies, they would show, I remember seeing Rush videos, like the, the Farewell to King videos, like Xanadu and The Trees and Closer to the Heart. They would show videos, and then they and then they would show this short called Hardware Wars, which was I think it was like maybe twenty minutes long, which it had Luke uh, Starbucker or I forgot, but I remember Ham Salad was one, and uh, you can see it on YouTube if anybody hasn't seen it. It's it's the very first Star Wars uh, parody that was it was filmed I believe. It was done in 1978, where you know the ships were a toaster, a toaster was flying in the and shooting toast at at a at an iron, you know, fucking uh, irons uh, zapping shit. It was it's quite entertaining. So check it out, Hardware yeah. Wars. It's, yeah, man, I forgot all about that shit. I did too, man. And somebody, I saw it on my newsfeed. I was like, oh my god, I remember this. And, and watching it, dude, it's still funny. It's very corny, but it's still... My favorite thing is at the end, it goes, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss your five bucks goodbye. So, so after they, they re-release the original trilogy, then you get The Phantom Menace. And holy, the build-up for this. I mean, you're absolutely right. It was insane. I went to the theater to see it. So did I. And, uh... Pre-internet. I mean, I didn't have internet till the, uh, one more year later. No, actually, the, technically, I got internet in 99, but in, in Christmas of 99, so... Basically... No, no, that's not true. I got it in 98. Uh, Christmas of 98, so I did have the internet in 99. Alrighty. Well, man, the coolest thing about this is... You know, you're going to see the origin story about Darth Vader, which, I mean... Darth Vader is everybody's favorite. So you're excited about that. But then you see the new villain, Darth Maul. I liked him. And did he look badass or what? I mean, I couldn't wait 
you know, when you saw the previews and you saw the pictures, like, this is going to be the baddest-ass villain. To me, I'm thinking this is going to be the heavy throughout all three movies. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah, what the fuck? Right? Oh, man. And then it comes out, and, uh, oh, man, if, if Jedi was fucking uh, the Black Album, then the Phantom Menace is definitely the load. Yeah, and like load both together. Yeah. Like, like, uh, you're gonna redeem yourself, right? Oh no, it's even worse. Uh, all because of one fucking character. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think there was other problems in that, you know. Well, I no, got... I'm, but I'm saying that one character was so bad that it, it, it's like, okay, all these other problems, right. yeah, they're bad, but not as bad as this. I mean, I saw a special on Jar Jar Binks on on YouTube. Did you watch the one about the the Jar Jar Binks theory? Yes. Because, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. But uh, the uh, the Jar Jar, the one I saw, no, it wasn't. I think I saw it on Netflix. It was actually a movie about Jar Jar, a documentary, oh. where Jar Jar, like people were defending it because everybody was like, you know, when we were kids, you know, we had R two D two. So right. Jar Jar was supposed to be like the R2-D2 for the kids of that generation. Right, right, right. And the kids did like him. Oh, oh, my, my son loved him. There you go. Oh, oh, my kid was running around like, Misa, 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 think this is awesome, Misa, think. And I'm like, I'm like, Misa want to smack the shit out of you. Talk, keep talking like Jar Jar Binks. That shit was terrible. But, uh, yeah, man, I went and saw it right away, you know, to... You know, took my son to see it, and that was something that was so special. It was like the passing of the torch. Like, here's his Star Wars. You know, unfortunately, it wasn't my Star Wars, but maybe it is his Star Wars. You know? No, I don't think. I bet you anything, he's not into that Jar Jar anymore. No, no, but you, you know what I mean, though. I mean, to to be a kid at that time, you know, and it, I mean, he knew the other ones, so he was excited when when Phantom Menace was coming out. And, and he loved it. I mean, exactly. I, I took him back the next day. He's like, I want to see Star Wars again. I'm like, okay, let's go do it. Even though I was like, I kept hoping every time I go back, like, I catch something I missed. But no, it was it was pretty lame for the most part. Uh, anytime to me you put kids in movies, kind of fucking, it just fucks it but all up. See, my point is, uh, we still love R2-D2. Yeah, we were little her. kids, and R two D two was the shit. But I don't think any kid that was into Ewoks looked back at Star Wars and loved the Ewoks, or the kids like your son that liked Jar Jar looked back and liked Jar Jar. There's not they, they didn't age well, man. Right. I uh, you know I, I, I come on. Is there anybody out there today from back in the generation saying I like Ewoks more than R two D two? No, I don't think so. Right. You know, Ewoks but, uh, sucked, man. There were certain things I did like about it. I mean, I mean, I do think the whole Darth Maul thing was great. It just uh, sucks. Uh, yeah, there are good things about you know, Menace, and I will tell you after you, you're done. You know, it, it sucks that they killed him. But, man, how cool was it to see fucking uh, Obi-Wan and, and uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I got kind of silly with the midi-chlorian things and you know, like, he's Jesus. He was born of a virgin mother and shit like that. But, uh... I, I don't know. I, I still like it, but it's... Man, it's like, you know, say you had a bunch of kids and you got that one kid that's fugly. 
he's the one fugly kid, but you still love him. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of interest in like the politics and stuff behind it. And I think a lot of like when I think of the story they set up about Palpatine, I just think of George Bush. <laughs> you know, like the, this horrible monster behind the scenes that's fucking getting set up. And there, there was a big political story in it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. <laughs> Shit's tight. <laughs> All dry, baby. Uh, shit, anyway, I forget where the fuck I was going. But Phantom Menace, yeah, it's uh, a valiant effort. But, man, to me, it was way too kiddy and way too silly for a Star Wars. I think it's really a dumbed-down version. I, I, I think he kind of underestimated the kids there. You know, they're not as dumb as he made that movie. Other than Jar Jar, another thing that really bothered me about Phantom Menace was that pointless pod race. Yeah. I did not like the kid. He was too cutesy-wootsy, the little Anakin. He annoyed me. Uh, just as much as the, the teenage Anakin or the older one. I didn't like him either. But I just thought that was bad casting. Um, Darth... Darth Mall, uh, yeah, man, what the fuck? I, you know, I did like, uh, I thought it was good casting on, uh, Obi Wan. I thought he was good. Yeah. And yeah. Liam Neeson, his, uh, master. What was his name? Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon Jinn was awesome. You know, and that's, that fight, you know, it was two against one, and yet Darth Maul, like, you know, he had that double lightsaber thing. That was cool as fuck. Oh, that was bad as hell. Yeah, and, um, but yeah, it, it did suck. And you know what's funny? I remember this vividly. I saw it in the theater, and when Darth Maul was killed, the theater booed. True story. Nice. The theater nice. was like, boo. And I did too. I was like, oh, man, what the fuck? They killed him? Yeah, before you even got to know him. Like, I was expecting, like, the second part's going to be all about Darth Maul. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so Phantom Menace, definitely a fucking disappointment. I think the worst Star Wars film. And I will tell you this. I mean, as far as I remember, I could be wrong. But when it first came out, it didn't get that much negative shit. It wasn't until, like, it sunk in that people were like, oh, fuck Jar Jar. And then you get to the next movie. What was the name, the name of the next one? Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Lucas listened. I mean, Jar Jar was in it, but he wasn't that annoying. Right. He didn't get that much FaceTime. And by the third one, they made him like a counselor or some shit. Right. But, he was uh, a senator. And, and I think that made those movies very watchable. Because you know what? I like part two and three. I love them. I think, I think they're, they're, they're not as good as everything that came after it. You know, all the chapters after it. I mean, do you think... Part two or three is better than Jedi? Yes. Really? See, I don't. I don't. For so, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, because for me, it's because, I don't know, dude. I got to tell you something. Before I saw this new one, I was like, I'm bummed, man. Uh, Darth Vader's not going to be in this. Because Darth Vader, to me, like what you said earlier, he is the greatest villain of all time. You know, and it's Star Wars. It's just not Star Wars without him. But goddamn, this new one. Yeah. Hell yeah. And even and look, look, the new Darth. What's what's Darth Vader? The, the new guy now. Kylo Ren. All right, Kylo Ren. He was awesome, but he's no Darth Vader. 
No. You know, but, not, not even but close. I think he's going to be. I think he's getting there. Well, I got a theory that I could be wrong, but we'll talk about it when we get to the movie. Uh, it has to do with that last scene. I have a theory about it. But okay. um, what do you call it? So, but, you know, my theory is a, a, a non-Star Wars geek, so, you know, it's like there's a slim chance my theory's right. <laughs> but it would All be right. so cool if it was. But go ahead, go ahead. All right, well, then we, we move on from Phantom Menace and we go to Attack of the Clones. What did you think of Attack of the Clones? Uh, it was good. It was better. Uh, not as good as the third one, but, you know, it was a good little build-up. You saw Anakin get a little pissed here and there. Um, I liked, uh, I liked that one scene where that little flying robot came to the window and... Yeah! And Obi-Wan jumped out of the window and grabbed it. Yeah, that was a great chase scene. That was awesome, yeah. And it was... The girl, chasing the girl. Yeah, the, uh, the changeling. That was great. That yeah. you know, visually it was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a cool, the, probably my favorite scene of the movie. Uh, it was fun, and it, you know, and it was fun. It was a little more. I mean, it did have a lot of boring scenes too, with the princess and whatever the fuck her name is. Um, Amidala. Yeah. That's Amidala. You know, some of that shit dragged out with the love. What? No, no, the love story happened in the third one, where Anakin. Well, well, it started in the second Oh, yeah, yeah. In the second one, he was already, like, oh, uh, really, ready falling for it. But th- did they already hook up, or they hooked up in the third one? Uh, I think it was two. No, no, it was like, I, I think, didn't, didn't episode two end with them getting married? Yeah, they got married at the end of two. Oh, okay, all right. So, yeah, they already, and, you know, that whole love story thing kind of, like, dragged too much. But other than that, it, it was more... I remember, too, when it came out. And I saw it. I, went, I, I have seen every Star Wars in the theater, with the exception of those remade early ones. Yeah. But uh, I did see... I saw this in the theater, and I remember walking out going, yeah, that was better than Attack of the Clones. Definitely better. Definitely better than Phantom Menace. I mean, Phantom Menace. And, and I was also... Thinking, okay, I bet the third one's going to be even better, and I was right. Oh yeah, oh I I do agree they got progressively better. Uh, I love Attack of the Clones. I like the whole story with you know you find out about how the stormtroopers came about, you know. Yeah. And that the original stormtroopers were clones, and I always thought that even through Jedi, I thought they were robots. I didn't think they were real people. I thought they were robots. Right. They look like robots. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, you never saw like a stormtrooper with his helmet off. Yeah, you know. So I just always thought they were fucking robots. Then the new one, you do. But yeah, but I mean, spoiler alert. uh, (laughs) But to see to see that they're they're clones, and then to find out that they're all clones of Jango Fett, who is Boba Fett's father. I mean, shit like that. I thought was was so cool. But there was a lot there. for some good chasings, there was a lot of bad CGI. And I was totally against Yoda being CGI. Right. To me, to me, Yoda should always be a puppet. Was you was know? Yoda in part two? Yoda showed up with the lightsaber and had that fight, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Yoda's got fight scenes in two and three. I All right. Well, the one and two, I remember the fucking whole theater erupted. 
Yeah. Like he walked up and that lightsaber came out. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was against Christopher Lee, right? Yeah, Count Dooku. Count Dooku, yeah. Yeah. But, um... So, yeah, dude, I, I dig Attack of the Clones, man. I, I think it's a good one, and, uh... It, it's much more in line spirit-wise with the original trilogy. A lot of people, you know, bitch about Hayden Christensen as, as Anakin, you know, slash Darth Vader. I'm, I'm one of them. I don't think he's bad, but the dialogue that Lucas wrote. You know, because here's the thing. Uh, you know, George Lucas was everything on New Hope. And then, you know, he really handed off the reins on Empire and, and Jedi... But he was every he was the be all end all in the prequels, wrote and directed each each episode. Right. And man, I think he could have used a little bit more help because the dialogue, while it's still like even if, you know, a lot of people tend to look at the original trilogy through rose colored glasses too. Yeah, you know, I mean, even that's got some bad dialogue, and but it's part of your youth. You know, it becomes it becomes more than what it is. Yeah. You. You know, most people always see Star Wars as better films than what they are. It's just, like I said earlier, the right. real geeks and fanatics, there's nothing they will admit is better than those three movies. Like, they, right. they cannot say this new one is better than uh, a Jedi. Yeah, well, and, and well, here's one thing I will say. It's like, as much as I love the new one, it will never have the place in my heart that the original three had. Even though, like I say, you know, this one's better than Jedi. But still, I mean, it was it was that time. It was your youth. Yeah, you know? but that's you. Because by, by 83, I was not that much into Star Wars. I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Seeing it, but now I, I see it differently. Than, uh, right. You and, and my two buddies, I'm, Caesar and, and Daniel, both of them said to me, they both enjoyed it. They didn't say nothing bad about it. But no, I, I brought up that I like Jedi more and both of them told me the same thing. No. And I think that has a lot to do with... That movie's just w way more special to them. And I can understand that because if they released no, no, no. Jaws today, and right. if Jaws was technically better today, with no CGI, I still wouldn't say it's better than Jaws. Right, right. No, 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 no. no. And I am saying the new one's better than Jedi, but I'm just saying the place it has in my heart. And the part of my childhood you can't replace. Right. No, no matter how good it is. So it's it's unrealistic expectations on any of these movies. Because nothing will replace your childhood. And who you were when you saw these. The memories you associate with them. That's more powerful than anything. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we both liked uh, episode two, Return of the Clone. Or uh, uh, was it? Attack of the Clones. And then we go into episode three, released in 2005, and that is Revenge of the Sith. My favorite of the three. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, it really shows, uh, once again, you know, there's a lot of love story shit, but it shows why Anakin, you know, turned to the dark side. It's always a bitch. You know, it's always yeah, a woman. It, was, it all had to do with... That guy, and it was a lie he was telling him, you know, like, hey, if you don't join the dark side, your chick's going to die. Right, right, right. But it was all about, you know, the anger they showed in him, you know, you know, when his mom dies and he fucking slaughters all the Jawas and shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean the, the Sam people. 
You know, that was like, holy shit, you know, but you felt, you understood why he's this angry. I mean, it really does make you sympathetic for Darth Vader, and, and uh, even though he does horrible things, like, oh my god, at the end where he kills the, the, the what they call, <laughs> yeah, what were they called? The, the, the younglings. The younglings, yeah. Yeah, he slaughters like five-year-old fucking Jedis. And they even and showed like, it, which was oh, crazy. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, Anakin, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> but, no, but, but they you, were fighting back. Did you see that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, but you, you almost like, I was like, yeah, yeah, but kids, you don't understand. There's a reason he's doing it. Like, I give it a pass. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you killed little kids, but you're Darth Vader. It's okay, Anakin. No, that uh, shit was brutal, bro. That is oh, brutal. Yeah. Killing little kids is brutal. Right, know? but I, I love that they showed that, though, because yeah. it, sh it really shows you, like, wow, he really freaked the fuck out, you know, to be pushed to be able to do that, you know. But I, I love that they showed that, though, because, I mean, not that I want little kids killed, but you know what I mean? It's like, no, yeah, it, really it, it really does it really does justify Lucas a little bit from all the the wishy-washy shit he was doing right. in the two previous ones. Right, but it also shows you how fucking horrible Darth Vader yeah. was, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, and I've heard that this is something I heard back around Empire. You know, uh, it was already leaked out that Darth Vader is in, uh, you know, this robot suit because he had a fight with Obi-Wan on a lava planet, you know, and then to finally see it, this is something I've heard since the early 80s. Wow. I knew, I, I knew that's how he, you know, had to wear the suit. And to actually see it, like, holy shit. And a lot of people, you know, they, they bitch about when he finds out Padme's dead, like, no, you know, they hate that. But he also does the same thing with the Emperor in Jedi, when the Emperor's about ready to kill Luke, he's like, no, and that's yeah. when he throws him, throws him down the reactor. So it's like, you know, people bitch about that, but he already did it once before, and you didn't cry that much, you know? Uh, yeah, but, but, you know, but he wasn't in, the, in full full costume. Right. But I, I loved how they showed the transition and the slow, like, you know, losing his shit to where, you know... Uh, it all came about, you know, and I love you know, the whole, you know, I mean, I, I, And I'll tell you this, I really, uh, you know, I was being a little unfair saying, like, you know, I didn't like this Anakin Skywalker even later, which I still stand by that. But at the very end, when he was really losing his shit, I thought he delivered. Yeah, and I, I love the whole, you know, the, the Emperor, Senator, you know, Palpatine shit. I mean, like, anybody, you know, that had a fucking clue. I mean, you knew in Phantom Menace that Palpatine was the Emperor. I mean, I knew that. Uh, I mean, you, you got it. Uh, uh, all that is too much. It's too much geeky for me. Really, you didn't you didn't know in Phantom Menace that that was the Emperor? I'm, I'm, dude. I'm a little clueless in a, in a lot of the, the plot for me. There's many holes in my brain I can't grasp. Uh, it, you know. But uh, anyway, I, I love the character. I love how he seduces uh, Luke. I mean, uh, Anakin. You know, with, you know, and then the backstory with Darth Darth Plagueis. So there's a lot of rumors, like, is Lord Snook, is that really Darth Plagueis? You know, and I don't know, you know, we'll have to see the next couple to see how it turns out, but... You know, there's also the theory... Are, are you aware, Ralph, of the Jaja Binks theory that they abandoned? Somebody sent me something to watch it, and I have yet to watch it. 
Oh, you no, you have to watch it because what they're saying is Lucas was all about Jar Jar Binks. He's, he goes, people have to buy this because his whole thing is Jar Jar Binks was going to be the real Sith, like you know, like the head guy behind fucking um, uh, Palpatine. It was like Jar Jar Binks was Darth Sidious. He was going to be evil. Yeah. That it was going to come like in the first movie, like everybody thought he was this great character, but it was going to be later revealed that he was the ultimate evil. Wow. And because of the reaction, uh, the negative reaction, that he changed the whole uh, storyline in two and three. Like, they said, that's a fuck up, because if they w if he would have continued it how it originally was, I, I think that would have been cool. But they said, like, that whole, like, you know, the Count Dooku and, and General Grievous, shit like that was total afterthoughts. You know, you know like, like he had to come up with that real quick because he abandoned how Jaja Jar Binks was going to be revealed to be, like, the ultimate evil in the galaxy. Wow. You need to watch... You need to watch on YouTube when we're done. Google that shit. The Jaja Binks conspiracy theory. And I will tell you to go on YouTube and check out the 1977. There's talk of the 1977 version, how it was changed. Oh, it's yeah. very I'll interesting. I will check that out. Yeah, check that out. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. You didn't know about that, right? Nah. Yeah, my friend Willie didn't know either. You know, I was telling him about it. And then he called me back going, dude, I saw the thing on YouTube. It's mind-blowing. But uh, but yeah. So I I did love three. You you love three, and then it kind of seems like the series is dead. You know, yeah. Lucas says he's not interested in doing any post ones. He's done, and I think a lot of that had to do with all the the negative feedback on the prequels. I mean, he took a lot of shit from the fans, and I think he was just like, you know what, fuck you. You know, I created this. I do what I want. And I, I think it was a huge kick in the ego. And I think a lot of that had to do, you know, why he sold it. I mean, he sold the rights to everything for $4 billion. Damn. $4 billion. Holy shit. Don't you wish your dad was George Lucas? Uh, but yeah, yeah, $4 billion, so now Disney can do whatever the fuck they want. They can do as many standalone films. They can do as many anything. They own it. They gave him that one check, you know, and they keep it. They call it Lucasfilms, but it's fucking Disney, baby. Um, there we, was we, there, we get to the there there was talk that uh, uh, he had uh, George Lucas did have some ideas for this new one, and they shot it down. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. No, that that that's a fact. Yeah, they shot down the story, said no, we're gonna take another route, and I I think they were smart. Because I'm not saying he didn't have some good ideas, but uh, seeing what he did with the prequel... Oh, no, I, but we I, don't know what the ideas they were, though. Uh, I know some of them, but I can't remember right off Really? Because yeah, my, my, my buddy uh, Daniel said he didn't know. He, he was telling me, God, I would love to know what those ideas were. I think there was some shit up online about what they were, but anyway... You, you, don't, you don't remember? Nah. Maybe. But, uh... But I know he was getting frustrated with where they were taking it, so he just bowed out, and they didn't, you know, ask him anymore. They went to J.J. Abrams, who, you know, uh, I'm a Trekkie as well, and I love the new Star Trek movies that he did. You I've know, never been he, into Star Trek, ever. 
I, I think he did a good job. A lot of people don't like him, but uh, hey, man, I love all Star Trek, and I, I like the the fucking reboots. When uh, you went to go see Star Wars, did you see the Did they show the Star Trek um, pre preview? No, no previews. Oh, really? No. Oh, no, we got a bunch, and we we got oh, the wow. Star the Star Trek one. Oh, the the new Star Trek preview is horrible. Well, is he? Does he have? To, JJ did that one too. Uh, he produced it. He didn't direct it. It was directed by the dude who does like uh, the Fast and Furious movies. And oh, I hate the, those movies. Even the stars in the movie say they don't like the trailer because you know they're saying it misrepresents the actual movie. They're like, we know this movie is good, but the way they cut this up was to try to make it look like it's a Fast and Furious. And that's the whole thing is like you know Trekkies are even more uptight than Star Wars fans because they like to think you know they're the thinking man's science fiction you know they're a little bit more cerebral and and they just made this movie look like fucking fast and furious in space you know but uh you know i'll hold my reservations till i see it uh i know a lot of times they do that with previews man they, they show what they think will get your ass in the seat and sometimes it's not always a good representation sometimes it's a way better representation because sometimes you see the best shits in the trailers you see the movie it's like oh wasn't as good as the fucking trailer, but... But anyway, let's get into fucking Force Awakens. A uh, lot of build-up for this. A lot of people excited. Saying they're taking it back to the original trilogy. You know, with the more... Uh, the real effects, not the CGI bullshit. And this build-up for the last few years has been insane. Oh, yeah. I know, I know when I saw the trailer... Uh, I believe it was the second trailer was the one where you first see Han and Chewie you know, when he says Chewie we're home right. and I almost like I didn't cry but I felt like I could <laughs> you know and I, I must have watched that trailer like fucking ten times in a row like oh my god finally you know the, the characters we know and love you know Luke and Leia and Ch uh, Han and Chewie you know, we really want to know what happened to them afterwards. And here was an opportunity to do it, and man, I was so excited for this. Were, were you really, really looking forward to this, or were you kind of casual about no, it? No, no, I was so looking forward to this. Um, because, again, it, 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 it involves... You know what? I got, it involves, like, the, the characters that um, you know I grew up loving, but... You know, this was something that I knew beforehand that this shit was going to be good. I go, there's no way this is not going to be good. I knew it was going to be good. And I walked out of the theater saying, dude, I mean, I didn't... Everything about this movie, everything was a surprise to me. Because, again, I know, like, a lot of Star Wars geeks probably, a lot of that shit was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Where nothing made sense, but it did make sense. After watching it, I was—I thought the story flew, flew so well. It flowed so well. Nothing annoyed me. No Ewoks, no characters in this movie annoyed me at all. So I just have to say the one thing is like, wow, they have plastic surgery up in outer space. Because can Carrie Fisher's face be any more pulled back? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, that's pretty brutal, you know. I mean, it was great seeing her, but um, time has not been nice to her. And Because, you know, we all remember Carrie. Last time we saw Carrie was in that killer suit 
uh, that killer like bikini type shit. She yeah. was all dressed up and I mean she was hot. Princess Leia was hot. Yeah. And now she's not hot, you know. And it's, that's the one part. I mean, yeah, we all get old, you know. And but it was kind of like, man, that's that's some obvious plastic surgery there on that face, you know. It's all pulled back and stuff. But she was cool. I thought she played Princess Leia just like Princess Leia, an older Princess Leia. I th I thought every character that we loved back in the day, they they were exactly the same. Uh, Chewie was exactly the same. Han even Han even said like some some lines that he said. What was that one line he said in the movie? Oh, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. You know? And um, he was awesome. You know. And uh, yeah, I just loved it. And I loved the care. I loved. Dude, that, the, the black guy was awesome, man. I love when he was pretending to be uh, part of the Rebels. That yeah. one scene, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in the Rebels. That shit was hilarious, you know? And, and then Han's like, uh, you know, she's going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, that shit was funny. The whole plot about that and the girl, how she got the Force. and I just love, like, I love that girl, man. I thought she was amazing. She played the well. And I liked how she Jedi mind tricked that one motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Drop the gun, you know, you know, and then he he fell for it. That shit was cool. And then I love the part where Han Solo's kid like doing the force to get the lightsaber and it just flies right past him and goes right to her. Dude, that was right. fucking amazing. I was like, yeah. But I'll tell you, the scenes that gave me the first time I got super chills. In the movie was when they uh, when they were like trying to get a ship, and it was getting blown up, and then they turn around. Okay, let's just get that one. And it was the Millennium Falcon. The whole theater erupted. They were all like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, the Millennium Falcon," you know. And I got chills. I was like, "Yes," and you know, and, he, and the whole thing's all rusty and fucked up. Yeah, uh, they got uh, they he's got trying to fight, you know, tar tar tarps on it and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. But it was so awesome. And then when they ran in. It's the Millennium Falcon, all rusty looking, but it looks the same. You know what I mean? That and scene that, was awesome. And we we really jumped around in the movie. We haven't gone through it scene by scene, but man, we're not, I lost, we're not supposed to, man. I lost my shit when the fucking you know when the titles came, man. Oh when no 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 that, that that too that too. Yeah. When you see that floating up the screen, man, and they're telling you fucking. You know, nobody knows where Luke is and shit. You're like, oh, fuck. You know, the the, the crowd was just... Oh, yeah, crazy. that's the first thing they wrote. Oh, and I'll tell you another thing. Another funny thing happened. When, um, right before the movie started and it flashed that thing that said Lucasfilm, there was a guy yeah. behind me that screamed out, I've been waiting 10 years for this! <laughs> yeah, it, it was... Man, it was cool because there was parts where the audience erupted... But there was nobody like being stupid. Yeah, that's you know? how, dude. Exactly how it was in my theater. And but you everybody know, I, was, dude. You can hear a pin drop the whole movie. Right, right. No, and that's how this was. It's like people cheered when it was cool to cheer. You yeah, know what I mean? Was, when, when when there was a reason. But other than that, no, nobody was shouting to try to be funny or nothing like that. People just wanted to see this fucking movie. Yeah. And. Um, you know, visually, when you see the ships again, and they look so much more realistic than, you know, in the prequels. You know, it looks more like the original movies. And it was just... 
oh man, to see fucking TIE fighters again, you know, and X-Wing fighters, and, you know, Star uh, Destroyers or crews, whatever the fuck they're called. It was, it was so badass. Um, and it, it is a dark movie. You know, I think it's darker than New Hope was, for sure. Very dark, and that's what I loved about it. It was very uh, Empire-ish. Yeah, and, and, and that just... And that excites me for the next one because, you know, that one will be even darker. You know, you, I you, hope so. You, you know as... Like, every three... Well, I guess you can't always go by that because, like, episode three was way darker than one or two. But you know what I mean? There's going to be some climactic ending in part nine. That's going to be probably hopeful, you know? Um, but, man, there's some serious dark shit going on in this episode, man. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's a very dark time, and it is reminiscent of, of New Hope to where, you know, shit's in chaos. You got the First Order now. It's not the Empire. It's the First Order. And... Uh, but you see, you know, everything's changed, but nothing's changed. You know, they're still trying to control. They're still trying to wipe out the rebels. Uh, you know, want to get rid of the Jedi. But, uh, man, and Kylo Ren. I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I can't wait to go see it again. I'd go see it tonight if I could. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, you want to talk about the final scene? Or do you have anything else to say about it? Well, no, I mean, I mean, there's other... Before we get to the final scene, I mean... Well, I mean, you gotta talk about Kylo Ren, who you find out, you know, not not too far into the movie, you, you, you find out that he is the son of Han Solo and Leia. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... And did, the, and, did the audience gasp? Because uh, the audience I was at, everybody's like, ooh... Everybody said that during that part. Uh, I, I don't think that was one of the bigger moments, because, uh, you know... A lot of shit, you know, leaked out already. I think a lot of people knew Han was going to die, and a lot of people knew Kylo Ren. The, the only debate about Kylo Ren was a lot of people thinking it was Luke Skywalker. I you did. Know? I did. For for a second, I did think I was like, is that Luke and, Skywalker under that? And, and I got to tell you the truth, deep down inside, I hoped it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted Luke to be bad. Right. I thought that would I thought that would be great for the story. I wanted And, and you know what? And I think the build up made us believe that. You know, it's funny cuz my guitar or my ex-guitar player Willie was telling me he's like, "Oh man, you know, um I I, I have a feeling Luke Skywalker is going to be like he's going to go into the dark side." And I said it to him too. I go, "You know, all this build up, I think he's not going to be in the dark side because I think that's what this movie, the, the people that run this movie want you to think that. So I, yeah. I was kind of right when uh, it wasn't Luke Skywalker. Right. But you see, he is a, he is a bad man pajama. He's definitely got the force in him. And you, you find out through the movie that he's a former apprentice of Luke's. And that Luke was trying to uh, train a new generation of Jedi... And something went horribly bad, and that led him to go into seclusion. Exactly. And now you, now you got his former star pupil, his nephew, is basically the new Darth Vader, and he has an obsession, you know, with his grandfather, and wants to live up to his grandfather's legacy, and really denounces, uh, 
you know, his his father and his mother. So there, there's some deep dark shit there. I don't think he's as badass as Darth Vader as far as like the fighting, because you know, I mean, he kind kind of got his ass kicked. Right, right. No, but I think it's gonna lead up to it. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean it ends with you know, uh, Supreme Leader Snook says, you know, gather him. I want to complete his training. Because, you know, he's he's getting there, but he's not there yet, but I think he's going to get there. You know what I mean? Right. It, right. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, Darth Vader didn't become Darth Vader overnight, you know? Shit had to happen. And I, I think this shit is happening, I think, and now he's got to deal with the fact that he, he killed his father, you know? And, oh, my God. And, and now he's after a quest to kill the last, you know, Jedi, his uncle. There's some dark shit there. You know what? And, and you know the scene when Han dies. When he kills Han, I was like, "Oh no!" I, I was just like, "Oh no!" But then Chewie's reaction—I almost—I oh. almost cried. That was—that was the closest I came to crying. Yeah, I, I almost I, cried. That—that that part I was like, "Oh man!" You know. That howl that yeah. comes out of Chewie when he sees Han get killed. Oh my God. Yeah, that was—that was heartbreaking. You know. That was, and then it's like, uh, and then there's people talking like, is he dead or isn't he dead? I think he's dead. Oh, I think he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. No, of course he's dead because Harrison Ford said, you want me to be in this yeah. movie? You got to kill me off. I think that's how Han, uh, Harrison Ford agreed to do it. Uh, yeah. We talked about that earlier. I, I agree so too, but then you never know. This movie just set a record. It's the new record, record holder for the biggest opening ever. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It beat uh, Jurassic World. Oh, okay. Thank God. Um, but yeah, it's it's the biggest now. And it's probably... I wouldn't be surprised if this shit passes Avatar and become the biggest movie of all time. Um, so you never know. They could throw a paycheck at Harrison Ford that he couldn't turn down and somehow you'd find out he survives. I don't know. But then again, it's like... It would really kind of diminish it. As much as I want Han Solo to be alive... He was impaled uh, by a lightsaber. There's no way he lived. Yeah, by his son. Oh, man. Yeah, by his son, which makes, you know... Gives him credibility to be an evil motherfucker. Because not even Darth Vader killed his dad. Right. Well, was his dad was he even around? I can't even remember. But, oh, no. It made it sound like he was Jesus. He was just... His, his virgin mother was impregnated by midi-chlorians. Terrible okay. backstory. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, now the last scene, right? Or is there anything else you want to talk about? We can go to the last scene. The last scene where they finally find Luke on top of that mountain, and Luke turns around. Oh, oh, we got we got to mention that R two D two finally wakes up. Oh yeah, a... because oh wait no, and another thing that we uh, that it's very reminiscent of New Hope. It's the same damn thing happened. They put something inside that little robot, just like they right. did in, uh, right. you know, Help Me Obi-Wan, where the little robot had most of it where Luke was, and the other one R2 had, right? Yeah. The, the final puzzle, and that's what woke right. R2 up. Right, right. So, um, wh what did you want to talk about? Fuck, I don't know. I'm pretty drunk by now. Okay. Oh, well, an an uh, another thing I wanted to say, though, that I thought was a classic scene that everybody in the audience went crazy for is when Han was about, you know, you find out Han's been separated from Leia, like, ever since their son, who's you now know his name is Ben Solo, uh, 
but since he took off, they split up. And then they reconnect, and, you know, there's this nice tender moment right before they go to kiss. Who shows up but fucking C-3PO to fuck up the moment? Yeah. <laughs> and that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the audience cheered for that, because you think you're going to get that, and there's fucking gay-ass C-3PO to fucking fuck it all up. <laughs> oh, C-3PO is such a queen. And yeah. you got to know this. He's the gayest fucking dude ever. He's like, remember but, me? Yeah. Now I have a right arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all of a sudden Paul Lynn shows up in the village. <laughs> yeah, right? The old Lynn shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah they should have got him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, to fucking show up in the middle. But, uh, yeah, that was amazing. You know, that the audience really went nuts for. But, yeah, you're right. Let's get to the big ending when uh, they finally find out the whereabouts of one Luke Skywalker. And again, huge chills I got. Oh my god. The huge. scenery. I think they filmed that in Ireland. And it's like a it's like a water planet with like a few like little islands. It's very green, very beautiful. And uh, Ray has to take all these walks off up the fucking stairs. Yeah. You know, it's like a huge journey to find him. And then yeah, he, oh my God. he turns around, she hands him the lightsaber, and that's how the movie ends. But just a reaction, just to see Luke Skywalker as an older guy with a gray beard. and Oh, looking like Obi-Wan, you know? Yeah, exactly. He looks badass. It's just so badass, but it's kind of like a bittersweet. I mean, there's nothing I hate about it, but at the same time, I'm disappointed that Luke was not in the movie until the very end. Yeah, but but in a way, it's it's a stroke of brilliance. It really is. It is, but and then here's my theory that I'm sure a lot of Star Wars geeks are gonna grab their laptop or computer and throw it against the wall. But this is what I'm thinking on that last scene. I think uh, he's in the uh, Luke may be already in the dark side. I think. interesting, interesting. Yeah, I interesting. think you know he's there. I think he's pissed. Because uh, of what happened, you know, with his teachings, and he, right. why does he disappear? I mean, I mean, there's there has to be. I mean, they explain it in the movie why yeah. he disappeared. Well, they think he might go looking for the first Jedi temple. Yeah, exactly. He's, exactly. he's protect. He's protecting the first Jedi temple. But at uh, the same time, it could be that he's, he's really in the dark side. Right, and what's interesting too is uh, the lightsaber that she's returning to him is actually Anakin's. Yeah, the one that killed all the little kids. Yeah, the one that... But also, it's the one that is given to uh, Luke by Obi-Wan. Yes. And then he and then he lost it. The, this lightsaber was lost when he got his arm cut off in Cloud City That's in Empire right. Strikes Back. That's right. In, in Jedi, he had a new one, a green one. So that's, you know, the, the lightsaber that they have that is found in this movie is the one that got when his hand got cut off in Empire. Well, did they explain how they found it? No, they haven't said. Now you know th there's so many offshoot novels. Maybe they explain it in one of the novels, but you know uh, I don't think this movie went by specifically by novels that were written after the original trilogy. But uh, yeah, man, it was just it was so powerful. And what sucks is I knew it was the end. I knew like. Oh, yeah. As soon as as soon as he turned, I knew I'm getting ready to see the credits, 
and then bang because you didn't want it to end. Yeah. Well, you wanted to hear Luke talk. I want to hear him say something, you know? I, another thing I want to point out that was fucking awesome that we skipped over was uh, the fight scene between Ray and, and Kylo Ren. Yeah. That, that was bad. You know, it, it starts out where it's Kylo Ren and, uh, and uh, Finn. Right. But, you know, Finn get his ass kicked quickly. But he's all, he's all about Ren, dude. He wants to get up in some Ren pussy real hard. He's in love with that chick. Yep, I don't blame him. Even in space, brothers want a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's all about her. And uh, But, yeah, he gets his ass kicked, and then the lightsaber goes to her. And what a badass duel. She is a badass. I mean, look how she fixes the Falcon and gets that shit going right. And then, right. She can, then she's got the lightsaber shit going, the fight with Kylo Ren. Um, you know, and there's a lot of talk about who she is because in the offshoot novels, Luke and Leia had twins. Oh, kind of like, kind of like what Darth Vader did too. Right. Luke and Leia had twins and the son went bad and the girl was a good Jedi. But a lot of people are saying that, uh, you know, or debate like is Ren the other twin is Ren his sister, you know, Kylo Ren's sister. But there's talk that she is not Kylo Ren's sister, that she is actually Luke Skywalker's daughter. Oh, and, and and Luke and Leia's other other child will be revealed in the next movie. And there's already talk about who they're casting as, you know, Kylo Ren's twin sister. But that it's not Ren. That Ren is actually the daughter of Luke Skywalker. Wouldn't it be cool if Luke didn't know this and he makes out with her in the next movie? Could happen. That would be awesome. <laughs> you are a sick fuck. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, it would also be, hey, look, he kissed Leah, so now he kisses his daughter. First sister, yeah. and it's like, you know, they're, they're from the Alabama galaxy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, uh, ep episode eight was written by Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's do pick of the week, but let's do pick of the week as far as, like, not music, but movies. Already did it. You didn't even have to tell me, dude. We share the same brain. Okay. Uh, all right, then. I don't even have a pick yet, like usual. I was going to think one off the cuff. But you go. All right. Well, my pick, and I'm sure a lot of our fans are familiar with this, but some of them aren't. But we're talking about science fiction, and I'm going to talk about a movie that's very important to my childhood, and I think still holds up, and that is the 1980 film Flash Gordon. Oh, man. I cannot watch this movie enough. Uh, you know, I, I owned it on VHS. I owned it on DVD. I got it on Blu-ray. Uh, I fucking love it. It's cheesy as fuck. But I think it's incredible and it still holds up. And it really, when it came out, it wasn't the phenomenon that it is now. Even though it's still kind of a cult movie, like they envisioned like this was going to be the new Star Wars. There was going to be a bunch of these Flash Gordons. Right, and I, I think where it suffered is it came out the same year as Empire Strikes Back, and it couldn't compete. But it's still a great movie, uh, cheesy as fuck, but I love it. Uh, if you haven't seen it or if you haven't watched it in a while, Flash fucking Gordon, dude, it's fucking awesome. All right, uh, I I really have to. I'll, I'll say this one quick because it is a popular movie, 
But I wanted to bring up something that's pretty obscure. But I'll say now, the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The 78 version. With Donald Sutherland. It was right. so... Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum. What yes. a great, great movie. with One of the most eerie endings ever. Yes. But uh, as far as uh, an obscure movie, and this is something I saw in the 70s in the theater, and I see it's on YouTube in its entirety. You ever heard of a movie called Damnation Alley? I've heard of it. All right, you can see the whole movie in on on YouTube. Um, it's a it's a post nuclear one of those post nuclear type movies, starring George Papard from the A Team. Yes. And Jan Michael Vincent. Yes. The and, world's greatest athlete. Yeah, and you got to see this movie. It's pretty wild. I mean, uh, there's uh, armor plated cockroaches that eat people in this movie. And there's a scene where it eats this guy in a car. It's pretty brutal. Uh, that would be my pick. It's very obscure because I've told a lot of people about this movie and nobody's seemed to see it. I got a third one because uh, mine is all 70s. I even got an another one. And I'm sure you've probably seen this one. You ever seen a movie called Magic? Yes, with... Uh, Burgess uh, Meredith and uh, Hannibal Lecter, the guy who played yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Where yes. he had he had a, a mannequin puppet, yeah. yes, that that made him kill people and shit. <laughs> that was a pretty wild movie. I think that's seventies too. Yes, I believe that's seventies, and also Slapshot. I want to throw that one in there too. <laughs> yeah, the the Hudson, the Han Hanson that's brothers. True. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Is cool. That's a great great movie. And Marathon Man, is it safe? Yes. All these movies I saw in the theater as a little kid, so. I, I oh, uh, Breaking Training. Not as good as Bad News Bears, but Breaking Training was a very, very special movie to me because it was at that age, you know? Yeah, it hasn't aged that well. Uh, the first Bad News Bears is way better, but Breaking Training has its moments. Yeah, and compared to fucking Bad News Bears Go to Japan, it's. Empire oh my Space God, back. that was. Wait, wait, I got a review for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, what you're I so, thought, that's what I thought of that one. You're so mature. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a double fart. That was a uh, bad movie. All right. Well, let me kick out a fan of the week. And fan of the week is this cool dude I just met. And I believe he, say, he says he met you, Ralph. Uh, well, I, I met him online. I think you might have met him in real life. Brian Schaefer. God, oh man. God. Brian Schaefer's going to hate me if he did meet me in real life. I'm the worst, man. I remember well, people. But, uh, dude, this dude is such a huge Van Halen fan. What he does is he goes into Sammy Hagar pages. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, I yeah. know who this is. Yeah, acts like he likes them. He yes. likes Sammy. Gets them to make him administrator, then he takes over the fucking group and changes it to a fuck Sammy Hagar page. He actually and, wrote, he he wrote me about it actually. Oh, dude, this this guy is a genius. Yeah. I just met him. I just met him the other day, and he just took over another Sammy page. And it's great to see these Sammy fans freak the fuck out. Like, why did you change the name to Sammy Hagar? Sucks ass. No, 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 like, let me get this straight. What is it? He he like suckers these people into being an administrator. Right. right, and how does he like do that without the other people like changing it back to normal and getting rid of him? I, I I don't know how he does it. He's I don't a question. badass man. Yes, exactly. I don't question. And we are gonna have him on. Are we? Right? 
Yes, we are going to have him on for our next uh, Van Halen related episode. Whether really? it be a, a... Don't you want to review Three Lock Box with him? <laughs> oh, dude! Uh, oh, he would. T- he would. T- I, I know this guy would be down for a Van Hagar review. Can you imagine uh, us reviewing a Sammy album? You know, I, I've I said it a long time ago. You turned it down, but I was like, that could be the best because people love it when we hate shit. And the, the pool of hate that would come out of that would be incredible. How did our Sa- anti-Sammy episode do? Did it do good? Oh, that's awesome. And here's the thing. That's how he uh, discovered us. And he's been sharing it all Oh, no, pages. no. I know these anti-Sammy pages. He's taken over and made them anti-Sammy. I know he's been plugging the, our our episode on those pages. I know. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But, no, that episode was very successful for us. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that it was, was a original. Big... Uh, it did get a little backlash. Like I remember, Thomas Black, the great Thomas Black, didn't didn't appreciate that show. Yeah, you know he's like, dude, I don't like you know the negative shit. Well, well, fuck him. He doesn't come hey, on the hey, page. Hey, hey, man, I'm Thomas kidding. Black, I, I love Thomas Black. He knows this, but All Thomas right. Black, I want to see him more. Every time I see him, he's going to Facebook hiatus. So uh, enough of that. Let's do our little plugs. But uh, yeah, let's talk about all these uh, podcasts we love. Desmo Geek, Mars Attacks, History Science Theater, Barbarian Rage, uh, The Kiss Room, Podcast. All shit we love. Ironcast. Ironcast. Oh, I'm, God, I feel like a fucking dick. Ironcast. You're drunk, dude. It's acceptable. Yeah. I forget you. That's why I want to have pre-recorded so I never forget anybody. The Terrence bad. and Mark Experience. Oh God! No. Uh, how about a good show, the the rock show with Gully and Joe? Right. Uh, you know all the, all these people that that show love to no, us. No, wait, wait. Show... What is it? The Terrence and Mark Freaky Freck? What is it? Pissa. Freaking pissa. The freaking pissa. The freaking pissa show. The freaking pissa. Yeah, that's what I recommend. Like, if you're like, oh, life is so hard, I'm gonna delete my Facebook page. Just listen to an episode of the freaking Pissa podcast, and then you'll realize your life isn't so bad. Stop crying. Keep your Facebook account. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Those are my boys. Yeah. They're my so buddies. I, I got so, nothing bad to say about Mark and Terrence because they're my boys. Anyway. Uh, I have. I am now in the dark side. <laughs> hopefully, uh, by the time you hear this, I fixed the issue... With the uh, Amazon link. Oh, cool, uh, as of, cool. Yeah, as of right now, it's canceled. But by the time you hear this, I'm going to be on Christmas vacation for like fucking 14 days. And uh, I'm going to try to straighten this shit out. Uh, so you guys can... Because I do appreciate all the people. You know, a lot of people have been writing me and asking me, Hey, have you fixed it yet? I'm working... It's one of those things where you got to like call them and talk to them. And you got to be on hold for a half hour. And their hours are the same hours of, as when I'm at work. So it's hard for me to do that. I'm going to try to fix it. The Facebook page, man. If you're not on there, why not? And a lot of you are joining. Oh, my God. The last month, I've had so many people join the Facebook page and follow us on Podbean. Uh, you know, for a while, I was where I was, I was, you know, Ralph doesn't give a fuck about the numbers. I kind of I half-ass care. And I saw the Podbean numbers going down, but the other numbers were going up. Like people were like checking out the show, but you're just you're using iTunes or you're using another format to get the show. But man, so many people have joined the the, the 
have followed us on Podbean. We've got over 130 followers just on Podbean. Uh, you know, and, and everybody check us out on iTunes. Man, keep those reviews coming. I love reading those. Uh, you know, the good, the good, the bad, the ugly, man. I'll read them all. And we appreciate you taking the time and doing shit like that to help the show. Um, and uh, if you do go on the Podbean page, man, there's so many links there. Links to Thrash or Die, to Combat to thatmetalstation.com to hopefully our functional Amazon link to our YouTube page which oh my god you know I can't stress enough episodes you love man go on YouTube check those out because it's man the shit Ralph does it, it trust, it's better than looking at us recording this shit because he shows the actual band and the most awesome videos if you're listening to this episode way after it aired we might not have a YouTube page bro Oh it's, really? It's getting ridiculous. They, oh, they, 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 there's one more strike and it's gone. Oh, they keep fucking. Uh... They keep banning everything I put up. I do have many episodes on uh, private that I can air, but man, I just put up the illusions. I put up illusions one, ban. I'm like, dude, if I put up illusion two, they're gonna take down the channel. So now yeah. I'm afraid to put up any new ones. Because it may take away the channel. So I, well, I, I, I'm on a hiatus now as far as making them. But I have a good, like about 10 episodes ready to put up. And I put them up every Wednesday. Yeah, but the, the Use Your Illusions one, if you just added out Justin Childers, I think they'd let you play it. They're just like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, no, this is just bad radio. We don't want people to hear this. Can you this. imagine? It's like I put up Use Your Illusion 1, they ban it. Imagine if I put up Use Your Illusion 2. With all that ass-looking talk. Yeah, yeah, but it's censored. That's the funny we, thing. We, we might get arrested. The, the, the episode we got the most trouble for is the one that's censored. Yeah, but, but I don't. <laughs> but the but the fucked up part is I don't censor bad words though. <laughs> I that's, censor I censor one word that's not even a bad word. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, which by the way, somebody brought up the fact that I didn't censor that bad word. In another episode, so I kind of like gave it away. I don't know if you uh, know this. There, I said the same thing. He licks beep ass, but I forgot to put the beep. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. And all you people with the beep, I love that because that's the beauty of the beep. Because what people think we say is way worse than what we said. Oh, and yeah. Still, we'll never say what we said, but I love it. And that was my whole rationale for that because I want to see where your mind takes you. But, but if you want to explore, there is we do, I do say it on an episode where I forgot the beep, but I won't oh. tell you that episode. You're gonna have to go on for it. Oh, and please, and you, if you find it, do not post because somebody posted it. Hey, you said you didn't censor it in this episode. I was like, oops. And you better not hate it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> tell us what you uh, think about that, Ruffy boy. <laughs> Joshy <Joshua> uh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, if you love this totally off the wall show, and we know you did. Hey, you didn't cut my radio show, man. Oh, you got a radio show? Yeah. <laughs> I sure do. On that oh. metal station, it's the Dr. Fuck show. It airs on Thursday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Us I'm usually there live. And then they repeat it on Sunday at 1 p.m. and 
just to let you know, our podcast, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, airs right before my show, which means 6 p.m. Eastern on Thursday and 11 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. You can hear this podcast on that metal station, and please check out Alt Metal Mike, uh, DJ Guilty, DJ Randy. There's a lot of great stuff on that metal station, and if you're listening to it as we first aired it, there's another big box of metal giveaway. Go on that metalstation.com. All you got to do is write your name and your email, and you can win this big box of metal. All right, well, then come back next week when our special guest is Luke Skywalker himself. Mark Hamill joins us in the studio to talk about Cinderella's Night Songs. That's awesome. We're going to get Mark Hamill to talk, unlike that new Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's nobody's fool. It's going to be a great episode. And that's next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs>